Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Jeff J. Hunter. Thank you so much, Jeff, for being on the show. Great to be back. So, Jeff, it's been, I think, five months since we last talked and last had an interview. It was a great interview. Learned a lot, especially about how to uh, build incredible talent overseas. And that's still something you're doing. You have VA staffer, right? Virtual staffer. Yeah, right. That was before taxes. So, you know, now I've got my, my numbers set for last year. So we got up to about in that business alone, about 1.8 million in, in uh, revenue just for the virtual staffing agency. And then in October of last year, so I think it was right after or right before, right before or after I spoke to you, I ramped things up on the branding agency side for branded media. And right now we're looking close to about I would say 575 for that business this year estimated so far. We hired a new creative director who's my business partner now. She's actually majority partner. She was doing such a great job. I offered her majority partner. I can take more of a back seat and I just focus on sales and marketing and she's doing uh, the creatives and, and uh, it's working out really well. Since we last spoke, the thing that I've learned is that I'm actually way cool in taking a less active role in the mm. companies I'm involved in. Yeah. And um, I'm also more comfortable taking a smaller margin and letting the company grow itself without so much of my involvement, which has been, I think, a really interesting dynamic considering I'm a full-fledged control freak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. I can resonate with that. So where's most of the growth coming from for virtual staffers? Is that mainly from referrals? Is it, are you, have you found an outbound channel that's working really well? What's, what's driving the growth there for that company? I've been really focusing heavily on the personal brand. And mm -hmm. another reason why I started the branding agency back up is because originally when I started brandedmedia.io, which is the branding agency, I launched it full-fledged in 2018. In 2019 is when I started ramping up the marketing effort for it. And how we were doing that was marketing at live events. Because mm -hmm. at live events, you're around people who understand the value of the personal brand. They want to speak on stages. They have books. They have you know really uh, incredible offers. And I wanted to work with those types of people who were founders and CEOs of companies and wanted to become more of a brand, leverage their brand to do sales. And I started realizing, you know, I should probably do that for myself. The easiest thing to do, right, is to start selling your own stuff that you're doing right. for yourself. So I wanted to sell my own results. So I took the branding agency more seriously and started working on my own brand. So since then, now I'm a contributor to Entrepreneur and CEO World Magazine and a bunch of other publications just since we last spoke. And now, you know, I'm on Twitter spaces a lot as well. That's like basically the clubhouse uh, ripoff. Yeah. And, and I love it. I hated having to have another app, you know? Mm -hmm. And the funny part is, is that I never, I never even liked Twitter. So now there's actually a reason for me to like Twitter. So yeah, to back to your question, most of the growth in that business have 
yes, referral business has been up, but also my authority and personal branding side has been up. I've been speaking more. Now COVID restrictions have been a little bit lifted. In 2022, we've had more events happening. I've already spoke at three different events. I'm on panels. I'm doing a lot more in-person things. That has been a huge driver for the growth so far, which is ironic because in, in 2020, the biggest spurt of growth was the fact that, that live events were canceled and remote teams were cool. Yeah. <laughs> but but now I get to go out and actually speak about remote teams again. Yes. And it's now like a double like a double dose here. Well, I do think that, you know, being that evangelist is very smart. It's it's telling that all of the large agencies that I've worked with, the ones doing over $10 million a year, uh, they have consistently invested resources into an international team. The barriers of working in person seem to be lifted. It seems as if it doesn't really matter anymore. So more and more companies, even maybe even than before, are just thinking, well, if I can get the same level of talent somewhere else for 50% less and double the motivation, then why not, right? And so it's very interesting yeah. to me. I talk about that a lot inside of our community is how you know, I wasn't necessarily looking for that outcome because I didn't have an international team. I just found it as a pattern and these agencies. And I was thinking, wow, this is why agencies in the Midwest, for instance, are kicking my butt because agencies in the Midwest have 50% lower cost of living than in Los Angeles. And I was hiring all my people out of Los Angeles. So I definitely think that what you're doing is, is a hot industry. What do you think you're going to get up to by the end of the year? Our monthly recurring revenue, we've already broken records already, almost 100% from last year. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to do at least what my accountant says, close to 3.5 this year. So we'll see how that turns out. We have generally seen anywhere from 75 to 100% growth since 2016. You know, last year, I think we did, that was our first million dollar year was, well, technically two years ago was our first million dollar year. And then last year was 1.7 million. So that's about 70, 70, 70, 75% ish. And then this year is already uh, doubled. I mean, even just in our subscriptions right now. Right. And I don't know what you guys are using everybody for your, your tracking of, of that, your churn rate and, and your monthly recurring revenue subscriptions and stuff. If you're using subscriptions, we're a hundred percent subscription based at least for VA staffer, we don't have any one-off projects, everything subscription-based. For branded media, we have one-off projects, but that's because they're $25,000, $30,000. You own the business outright, correct? Yeah, everything's been bootstrapped since day one, yeah. And you don't have any business partners, it's just you, right? Like on no VA staff, On VA staffer, it's 100% me. On branded media, I have Trisha Lacan, who's my business partner, but I can see just in our, just in our, Credit card subscriptions right now, we're sitting at about 100, 103,000 just in credit card subscriptions right now per month. Yeah. And in accounts receivables that we invoice out is about another $90,000 a month. So, I mean, just with those numbers alone, we're probably in, you know, the trend going upwards, typically anywhere from 10 to $20,000 a month in revenue. So by the end of the year, we should be almost 200% of what we did last year. So 
Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. Well, you definitely should have continued to grow because uh, your margins, I imagine, are really good considering you have a very talented team in other countries. I will say you, you mentioned at the beginning how you know, you're fine, you're more fine with reinvesting and seeing the company grow. I'm assuming you're, you're very cash flow positive, I'm assuming. I mean, it's a talent-based business. It doesn't seem like you have a lot of significant overhead, a lot of remote-based. You know, the biggest overhead right now in removing myself from the company down to working on it 30 minutes a day, um, of course, I'm spending time doing marketing and talking about it on podcasts and stuff like that. But um, from my own content side, like actually working in the business, I do a 30-minute phone call every day, you know, five days yeah. a week. So that's my personal involvement. And to do that, I did have to make some significant investments in the leadership team. Mm -hmm. So the majority of the cost in running that business, obviously we run at about a 35% margin on the labor cost, but on the management overhead, the management overhead is, is quite significant, but that's because I have 10, I have 10 people running different parts of the business. I have, I have two people overseeing sales and, oh, and so I have six, what I call project managers that are really just division leaders or directors in the corporate sense. And then each of them has an assistant. Mm. So all of my team members have an assistant. So it's, you know, obviously they don't make as much as the original leader head, but it's still like maybe 65 to 75% of the cost of the leader. So now, right now my, my leadership team sitting at about 11 people. So obviously, you know, that does impact the bottom line. And that when I said earlier that I'm okay with taking less of a margin, less profit, right. It's because I've put people in place that don't need me. I get it. I get it. And I'm going to wrap up here with a couple of lightning round questions uh, just to kind of see. It sounds like the monthly revenue is at a minimum $200,000 per month, right? In total. Yeah. So, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. With the any business books you'd recommend to the audience? Ooh, I would say uh, the one thing is pretty good. Of course, if they haven't already re read the e-myth, amazing book. I also want to give a shout out to Tim Ferriss for the four hour work week for giving me plenty of job security by painting the vision of you sitting in a hammock while everyone else works. Because even though the book wasn't practical and didn't tell me how to do it, it did yeah. give me the idea of, hey, maybe I don't have to do everything myself. Yeah. That's one of the biggest realizations I think that separates people. I mean, I, I look around and my friends and family, unfortunately, you know, they're still working a job where they have to be in person. They, they can't travel. They can't take time off as much as I can. Yeah. And uh, 
I mean, even if I was making 10 times less than I am now, I still would prefer this because it's freedom. It's uh, ability to do what I want when I want. And uh, it's so much better. <laughs> isn't, isn't that the, 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 the golden phrase that only an entrepreneur is crazy enough to work 80 hours a week for himself to avoid working 40 hours for someone else? Yeah, <laughs> I totally understand. I get that. I get that. And what's, what's one thing you wish you knew when you were 20? Wow. When I was 20 years old, I've, yeah. man, to be more intentional with my relationships as I've grown as a, as a business leader and now a recognized expert in my field, I've learned that it's very important to be intentional with your relationships, to build partnerships uh, with people that can actually add value to you and that vice versa, you can add value to them and that are on similar trajectories as you. And I've also learned that partnering and doing deals with people that are not on the same tra trajectory as you and are not maybe as capable and driven as you are huge anchors to your life. So remove negative, toxic people and be around positive people that are going places and have good hearts. That's a great note to end on. I appreciate you being in the podcast, Jeff, and coming on the show. Is there anywhere people can get in touch with you or any way that the agencies who listen to the show can take advantage of you and your, your network? If anyone ever wants to talk shop about building virtual remote teams, I actually have a book coming out called Virtual Teams That Work. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And uh, jeffjhunter.com is where you can go to find links to my stuff, virtual teams, crypto, whatever you want to talk about. I'm always around. Well, it's always a pleasure, Jeff, uh, having you on the show. And, and we're definitely going to get you back on. Hopefully, we can see a double again. And and by, let's say, July, let's see, let's get you to... Let's get you to $400,000 a month by July. Let's do it. Three months. Let's do it. I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. Look, uh, crazy it, things happen. So thank you, Jeff, so much. Appreciate it. Talk to you later.